Paragimel Mishnah Aleph. Ve'elu megalchin b'moed. We know that uh, haircutting and doing laundry really should be mutter on chalamoed, since it's being done litzorach hamoed. It's being done for the purpose of yontif itself, of the yontif itself. However, Chazal were concerned that people would not enter the yom tov properly groomed, and it would be disrespectful to the yom tov itself. And so, therefore, Chazal made a takana that it is prohibited to go ahead and launder or do haircutting on chalamoed itself. So that you actually end up doing so before the Yom Tov, and that you enter the Yom Tov with proper uh, dignity and respect for the Yom Tov itself. However, there were a number of exceptions that Chazal made to this prohibition. So these are the people, these are the individuals that may go ahead and cut their hair on Cholomoed itself. One who arrived from Medina Sayam. One who arrived from over the sea, from a very, very far trip abroad, and they only arrived on Cholomoed itself. And the Mishnah uses the term Habba because somebody who arrives from abroad, this is common knowledge. People know that this person has arrived. It's not like today where travel was so common. And so therefore, people know that this is an individual that did not have the opportunity to go ahead and get haircutting before the Yom Tov, and therefore it is permitted for them to cut their hair and to shave on the Cholomoed itself. However, there's a qualification here. This is only true, this exception, if they were traveling for business or some sort of necessary purpose. But someone whose stam takes a pleasure trip and doesn't bother to get themselves back in time to prepare themselves properly for the Moed, uh, according to many, would not be allowed to go ahead and cut their hair and shave on Cholomoed itself. We base shivya and someone who was released from captivity or who left prison. So that, uh, that in and of itself, they allow, they are permitted to go ahead and shave on the moid. And someone who was in Nidoi, who was excommunicated. There's a halachic status that the Chachamim of the town could enact on a person where they are excommunicated halachically from the rest of the community. And one of the things they're not permitted to do during this period of Nidoi is to shave or take a haircut. So let's say the Menudo Shiitirilo Chachamim, let's say the Chachamim went ahead and released an individual from their Nidoi on Chala Moed, that individual is permitted to go ahead and shave or get a haircut. That's only true if, again, this was a necessary lifting on Cholomoid. If he could have been lifted before before the Yom Tov itself, and the individual subject to the Nidui just did not fulfill whatever expectations the Beisdin had of him that resulted in the Nidui, and therefore it was really a result of their uh, laziness and complacency that they find themselves unable to properly groom themselves before the Yom Tov. So in that type of situation one would not be permitted to shave on Cholomoed itself. As well as someone who took a neder, a vow, not to cut their hair, and they um, now have the opportunity to go ahead and be matir that neder, and they couldn't do so before Yom Tov, and they do so on Cholomoed itself, they are permitted to cut their hair and to shave. And he was released from that nether. And someone who took a, a, a commitment of nezirus upon themselves, which is also a type of nether, 
where they are prohibited from cutting their hair and from drinking wine and eating grapes and coming into any contact with Tuma, an accentuated existence of Kedusha, of holiness, to deprive oneself of certain indulgences so that one could focus on their own Kedusha. At the conclusion of this, there are Karbonos that are brought and one is supposed to cut their hair. If the Nazirus ended within the period of Cholomoed, it is permitted. Vahamitsora and a Mitsora who after their period of isolation, when they return to a state of Tahara, one of the things they do is they cut their hair. So who goes, proceeds from their status of Tuma to Tahara, they are also permitted. Mishnah base. And these are the people who may do laundry on Cholomoid. Again, anybody who came from Medina Sayam, from abroad, from captivity, from prison, or who is in excommunication and that was lifted on Cholamoid, someone who took a nether not to do laundry, and the Chachamim released him from that nether on Cholamoid, all of these people are permitted to do laundry on Cholamoid. As well, not only these individuals, but there's certain items that one is permitted to wash on Cholamoid. Hand towels, which are napkins that are used throughout the meal, and they are in steady use, and so therefore constantly require laundering. Or certain clothing that barbers used to put on top of people when they would cut their hair so that they wouldn't get their regular clothing dirty. So since the barbers are permitted to go ahead and cut the hair of some individuals on Cholomoid, in order to do so, they need access to these covering types of clothing. So they are permitted to wash them in order to use them on Cholomoid. Umit svag, or bath towels that also need to be laundered constantly, assuming there are no others that are available. As well as azovin, azovos, vanidos, vayoldos, anybody who is in a status of tumah that emanates from uh, certain discharges, bodily discharges that make their uh, clothing soiled, they are permitted to clean their clothing so that they can be in a state of cleanliness, hygienic cleanliness, and they are also permitted to go ahead and clean clothing so they could uh, wear white clothing so that we could ensure that these discharges have ceased and they are in fact prepared to re-enter a state of Tahara. The Cholaolin Mitumalatara and anyone who turns to a state of Tahara during Cholamoid Amitsora, Tumimais, anybody could go ahead and do laundry on Cholamoid. Our Elumutarin, all of these scenarios are Mutar. Vishar Koladom, but everyone else, Asurin. Everyone else who does not fall into these guidelines may not do laundry on Cholamoid.